Thank you for joining me again this morning. My name is Gail Manasek with City Changers, Illinois. <clears throat> Praise God, what a beautiful day it is. What a beautiful day it is. So, um, the message I did earlier was uh, in regard to love, but I wanted, there's a message in John chapter 2. And I'm actually going to go through John uh, chapter, 1 John chapter 3. Excuse me if I just said John. I meant 1 John. And um, this is a warning to the body of Christ. People who are against Christ, I want to share with you the warning that is in the Bible for those of you who are against Christ or, or those you may know who are against Christ. Now notice how the Bible says here, it says in verse 18, my children, the world will soon end. Now we know that God's timing is not our timing. That is a day with us is a thousand years for the Lord. So we never know when is that end or when, when it is said soon end. We don't quite, definitely don't have a date on that or even have an idea what year that might be. Some people might think they have figured it out, but no one actually knows it except the Lord or the Father. So the Bible says in 1 John, it says, you have heard that the enemy of Christ will appear. You can see that the enemies of Christ have already appeared. Can you not see that? And this shows us that the, wor- the world is really going to end soon. As we look around the world today, I, I think that myself, it's like I wonder just how much time we have left because the Bible says that grave in the end times, that or when the end comes, that grave darkness will cover the earth. I personally see a lot of darkness in the earth Though I'm a lot older than many of you, I've lived a lot of years. I'm 75 years old this last January. And I I would say like 50 years ago, the world didn't seem all that bad, you know, but most of the sinful deeds that people were doing were hidden. Now, these days, today, it seems like The laws have changed and there are so many things that are allowed now that weren't allowed before. And not only that, people are blatantly sinning and it's basically, you know, in your face. It's not, um, it's not hidden away behind closed doors anymore. The, the people that do drugs do drugs out on the street. Drugs legal now and, or marijuana is legal anyway. Um, I don't think the the police do too much about drugs anymore. I mean, back in the day, say 50 years ago, you know what? You'd end up in jail if they caught you smoking pot or whatever. Um, and plenty of people have went to jail for uh, more, you know potent, I don't know what to call them, I'm not a drug person, but uh, more potent drugs than marijuana. 
So anyway, the Bible goes on to say that these people used to be in our group of believers. Listen to this. These people used to be in our group of believers, but they left us. They never really belonged to our group. If they had really been true believers, listen to me now because this is a warning. If they had really been true believers, they would have remained with us when they left us. So this this showed clearly that none of them really belonged with us. So this reminds me of the the people that say a prayer like maybe they're in a a service and they're very inspired and the emotions are high and all that. You know what? It's not about emotions being high. It's about repentance is about changing your ways. It's like as if a train was going in one direction and stopped and turned and went in the opposite direction. So these people may say a prayer sometimes and their intention is to uh, at that moment is to want to be believers and follow Jesus but they're not true believers they have not truly committed their life to God and they left they left they did not stay in there with the Lord and I'm I'm sure many Christians have seen people fall away from the Lord or leave the Lord or get offended and Uh, not obey the word of God, just fall away. But Christ, the Holy One, has given you, you that are listening to me, that are interested in Christ, in serving the Lord, in being obedient to God, He has given you the Holy Spirit. And as a result, you'll know what is true. You'll know what is true by the spirit that is in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And then John goes on to say, that's why I'm writing you. It's it's not because you do not yet know God's true message. I'm writing you because you know that true message. And you can be sure that there are no lies in that message. So who are the people who tell the worst lies? It's anyone who says that this is what the Bible says. And once again, I'm in 1 John chapter 2. It is anyone who says that Jesus is not the Messiah. And a person like that is, is the enemy of the cross. He's speaking against God. He's speaking against the Father. He's speaking against Jesus, his son. So anyone who says that Jesus is not God's son does not belong to the Father. Period. But anyone who accepts Jesus as the Son of God also belongs to the Father. So if you have accepted Jesus as the Son of God, you belong to the Father. You belong to Him. You're His child. He loves you. But he goes on to say, as for you, always remember the true message that you heard at the beginning. Because if you continue to believe that message, 
then you're going to remain united with the Son and with the Father. And that's the real life that continues on forever. That is goes on throughout eternity. And that's what God has, has promised to give to us. <clears throat> Excuse me. Some people are trying to lead you away sometimes from God's true message. John's giving us a clear warning here. I'm writing these things to you so that you know about those people. But Christ has given the Holy Spirit to you and he continues to help you. So you don't need people to teach you what is true. The Holy Spirit himself teaches you everything about God's message. Let me say that again because this is the teacher you need. The Holy Spirit, and this is the one you need to look to. The Holy Spirit himself teaches you everything about God's message. He helps you to know what is really true. He doesn't tell you any lies, so you must remember that what he has taught you. And remain united with Christ. He goes on and he says, continue to be united with Jesus and then we will not be, or he he will not be, or we will not be ashamed, excuse me, I'm going to have you confused here in a minute. Then we will not be ashamed when he returns to this world. Okay, so let's back up there and let me read that verse 28 he says John says yes my children continue to be united with Christ then we will not be ashamed when he returns to this world we will not be afraid to meet him and then John goes on to say you know that he only does what is right so you should know this Everyone who continues, notice that word continues, because it's not a from Sunday, you know, you're a Christian, and Wednesday you're a Christian, and Sunday you're a Christian. Everyone who continues to do what is right has become a child of God. So you don't just start out doing what is right and and come out with a... The same like the new age believers. You know, well, it was all done at the cross. Jesus said, it is finished. And now, you know, you can do whatever you want. And basically, that's your ticket to sin, I guess. But no, that's not the truth. It's a lie. It's deception. So, in, in we'll go back to 28. Yes, my children, continue to be united with Christ. Then we will not be ashamed. When he returns to this world, we will not be afraid to meet him. You know that Christ only does what is right. So you should know this because everyone who continues, continues to do what is right has become a child of God. You can say all the sinner's prayers you want and turn away from God and 
not do or obey the Lord and you're still not in right standing with God. It's not the prayer that saves you. It's the sincerity of your heart. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, how much God loves you because this is so important to understand the love of God. We have a lot of people that say uh, children that were brought up without a father, they don't know the love of, of a father. They can't conceive it, maybe. That would be some parts of why people have problems. But the Bible says to think about how much God the Father loves each and every one of us. He calls us his children. He loves us that much. And we really have become children of God. The people who belong to the world, they do not understand who God is. And because of that, they do not understand who we are. You know, friends, we are already children of God. We do not yet know clearly what we will become. But we do know this, when Christ returns to this world, we will become like him. We will be like him because we will see him as he really is. Jesus is completely good, so all of us who hope to see him then must keep ourselves clean from sin. I remember I'll share with you a story that my, uh, it's not really a story, it's a dream that my daughter had. My youngest daughter had this dream that Jesus was coming back. And uh, I forget how the whole dream went or how how, as she related, but it was like her and my daughter who passed away um, in 2010 were visiting together in her house and a wind kept blowing through and she couldn't figure out where the wind was coming from and she would go into another room and see a window was open and she would shut it and she just kept shutting the windows on the wind and um, which most of you that know anything about the Bible or dream interpretation can figure that out easily but anyway um a big storm had arisen outside and it it became really dark and so they both of them they went out the front door to see what was going on outside it was just so strange and uh there my youngest daughter saw jesus coming in the clouds of glory to to get his church and um i remember I can't remember exactly. There were different things going on. She saw Jesus coming in the clouds of glory was the main thing. And rather than uh, being joyful and recognizing him, she, because her life was not right with God, because she was not living for God, she ducked down at that door, she said, and and just uh, covered her head in fear. And then my other daughter, who passed away in 2010, who was serving the Lord, was jumping and shouting, and her arms were up in the air, and she was filled with joy to see the Master come. 
So quite quite a difference between the two, but one was right with God and one wasn't. And you know, within ourselves, we know <coughs> whether we're right with God or we're not. So going on in First John, it says, if a person continues to do wrong, he is not choosing. He is choosing not to obey God's rules. We all have a choice. Every day we have choices. Sin is when we do not obey God's rules and regulations and commands. I like to call them commands because Jesus gave us many directions and commands throughout the New Testament. The Bible says that you know that Jesus came into the world so that he might take away our sins. But you know that is a gift to us and we must receive it. A gift is not your gift until you actually receive the gift. So he came into the world to take away our sins. He himself is completely, completely clean from sin. And a person who is united with Christ does not continue to do wrong things. If, if anyone does continue to do wrong things, that person does not really know Christ at all. He does not understand who Jesus is. And then verse 7 goes on to say, My little children, do not let anyone tell you lies about sin. It is people who live in a good way that God accepts as right. And that is like who uh, that is like Jesus who did only what is good and right. But people who continue to do wrong things show that they belong to the devil. They do not belong to God. The devil has been doing wrong things from the beginning. And this is why the Son of God came into the world. He came to what? To destroy everything that the devil had done. So everybody who is a child of God, they don't continue to do wrong things. This is, this is because God gives them or has given them a new life. Why would they want to go back to the old things? That's like the scripture that... that uh, says, you know, uh, about talks about a dog returning to its own vomit when they turn away from God and go back to Egypt, you might say, or go back the way of sin that they came out of already. They're returning like a dog returning to their own vomit, the Bible says. So God has given us a new life. He has caused us to become his children. And we cannot continue to do wrong things. So we can clearly see who are God's children and who are the devil's children. Let me say that again, verse 10. So we can clearly see who are God's children and who are the devil's children. Anyone who does not live in a way that is good and right does not belong to God. You know what? You might fool people, 
with your face, with your mask, with your putting on your Sunday best on Sundays and going to church. But God knows who's right with him and who's not. And people that, that do not belong to God, people like that do not love other believers. And the Bible goes on to say in Luke chapter 3 that we must love one another in order to be God's children. And um, it says this is a message that we've heard from the very beginning. So as the Lord goes on to talk about loving one another and... Um, He says that we should not show love for each other only by what we say. Now, this is basically the phrase I've used most of my life, like about my husband. I could tell him all day long I love him, but if I don't do things that make him know that I love him, it, it would just be a bunch of words is all it would be. So we should show love for each other, not only by what we say, we should also show true love by what we do to help each other. Then we'll know that we truly belong to God and we'll be obeying God's true message. As a, a result of that, our thoughts, our thoughts will not make us ashamed to come to God. Because why? Because we're obeying God. We love God. We want to serve God. We do not want to um, hurt God's heart. Even if our thoughts tell us that we have done something wrong, we still will not be afraid of God. Why? God is greater than our thoughts. He already knows everything about us. I should highlight that there is so good. Um, let me highlight that. And then, you know what? If our thoughts do not tell us that we're guilty, then we'll not, we're, we will not be afraid to come to God. We can pray to God and we can ask him to help us. He will give us what we ask him for. So that's because we do not, we don't want, or we do what he tells us to do. And we do the things that please him, not displease him. We don't want to hurt, as I said a minute ago, hurt the heart of God. This is what God tells us to do. We must believe and I'm going to close here, but we must believe that Jesus Christ is his son. And we must love each other as Jesus told us that we should do. And anyone who obeys God's rules is united with God. God is also united with him. How do we know that God is united with us? 
As I close here, this is the answer to that question. It is because of His Holy Spirit that He has given to us.